Listening to the She's About Business show may result in motivation, inspiration, and an overall uplifted mood. If you are someone who does not enjoy being motivated, inspired, or uplifted, please do not listen to this show. This show is dedicated to helping listeners move forward exponentially on their journey to living their very best lives. We cannot be held responsible for the awesomeness that may result. Then again, maybe we can. Hey, Kaden. Yes, Mommy. It's time for the She's About Business show. Yes. (laughs) You know, God knew who he was creating when he created me, and the same is true for you. We must persevere. Now, faith, to me, is the most vital part of our strengthening process. We must believe in the process. We must believe in our ability to complete the process. And we must believe in the one who orchestrates the process. I hate to break it to you, but we're all called to help and inspire someone. If you have children, guess what? They're watching you. If you have family members or friends, guess what? They're watching you. (laughs) And they are either going to be inspired to fail or succeed. Hey there, this is Diathea Garns, the Impact Coach, and you are listening to the She's About Business show where we are impacting lives and inspiring change. Let's get started with the show. Hey there, it's your host, Diathea Garns, and I hope you guys are having a great summer so far. I mean, really, summer is just getting started now that school is out for everyone and all the fun summer activities are in full swing. But as I said before, summer is not my favorite season. <laughs> it's like my body just wants to hibernate in the summer and just wait until it's all over. But Unfortunately, my kids, my business, my clients just won't let me sleep summer away. (laughs) So I'm still working on enjoying my summer. I still go out and, you know, do my walk every morning at 6 a.m. But doing it in the summer really takes a toll on me because of the humidity, right? So it's like, ugh. (laughs) But nevertheless, For as much as it's not my favorite thing, I am having a great summer so far. And I hope you guys are all having a great summer as well. I hope you guys have had a chance to go and visit theimpactcoach.net to see all of the awesome sauce things I have going on. Like I mentioned before, I'll be starting some new group coaching programs very soon. You guys know that sometimes my preparation stages take a little while just because I'm still pretty much a solopreneur. (laughs) And so I do a lot of my stuff by myself in the midst of being a mommy and still working full time. So I will definitely keep you guys posted on all those things that I have coming up and all of the other awesome things as they become available so that we can all continue on our path of living our very best lives together. This is episode four of season two of the award-winning She's About Business show, aka The Stab Show, giving all honor and glory to God for everything he's doing and to my Savior Jesus Christ, of course. 
And as always, thanks to you, all of my fabulous sisters and fabulous fellas for tuning in and for supporting the show and getting us to our second season, to the award and all of the awesome things that are happening. You guys have been so supportive on the various platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, Podomatic, TuneIn, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Luminary, and of course, YouTube. The YouTube channel is continuing to grow. So don't forget to continue to do what you're doing. Don't forget also to give the show a shout out on our new and improved Instagram account. You can follow me at She's About Business and mention She's About Business in your shout out so that I can give you a shout out right back. Okay. (laughs) So today our topic is moving from the vision to the reality. So as I said before, I always knew that I would be a helper of people, especially girls and women. I just knew it, right? What I didn't know at the time that God gave me the glimpse into my future was that I'd have to do everything that I could to help myself before I could ever, ever, ever help anyone else. And that's most times the hard part, right? Is getting from point A to point B. But see, sometimes God will give you a glimpse or a vision of the future or of your purpose. And he does this not because it's just going to magically happen for you overnight, but I believe that he does it to keep you from giving up and aborting your destiny, you know, and to make sure that you actually do the work that will help you get from A to Z, from the vision to the reality. We were never meant to put the cart before the horse. We have to do the work, right? And I think that in the work that I do, working in the community and just working with people, I see so many people who have so much promise and I can just see it all over them, but I can also identify that what they've done is they have aborted their purpose. They actually just gave up in the middle, they didn't want to do all the work. They aborted their destiny, really, and they traded it in for something that was never meant to be for them. And, you know, you have those people that say, oh, if it's meant to be, it'll be. That's actually, I, I just don't believe that. You know, I, I think it's, it, it's, it's fun to say that and it's cute to say that sometimes and it makes us feel better. But there's another part to that that we can't ignore, right? And I do, you know, believe and I've said, you know, that what God has for me is for me. Right. And I do believe that. But that's a whole different thing than saying if it's meant to be, it'll be what God has for me is for me. What God has for me, nobody can take it away, but I can give it away. And what God has for me is for me, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to get it if I don't do the work. Right. People say that about relationships. Oh, if it's meant to be, it'll be if it's, you know, if God has has it for you, then it's for you. But you have two people who have free will. Right. And God could have an amazing relationship for you. But both people have to agree. And maybe one person agrees 
but the other person is busy doing their own thing and they are making decisions, right? That will affect the other person and will abort the great thing that God could have for them. Now, I do believe for the other person who was willing and committed, God will still give them something else great, right? But the point of it all, that's a whole nother show. (laughs) And if you guys remind me, I'll do a show on that, like as a relationship topic, but I'm getting off. You guys know I ramble sometimes, but the whole point of it is that we have to do the work to get from the vision to the reality. And when I think about doing the work there, there are some things that we have to do. And I have, you know, named these, these four things quadruple H. That's how I refer to them when I'm thinking about it in my head, making sure that I'm going over, you know, these steps or that I've completed everything in a particular area. Right. This is what I call it. So hopefully you guys will pick that up as well. So quadruple H is hearing him, helping ourselves, healing our hearts. And then and only then are we truly ready to help others. Right. So let's look at each one of these in the quadruple H. It's a little hard to say that, but (laughs) all right. So hearing him. Now, guys, listen. If you I mean, you guys know this is a Christian, a Christian show. It's not I don't force things down your throats. Right. But that's the basis of everything that I do. So I apologize to anyone who may not be looking for that. That's listening to the show. But here's the thing. If you consider yourself to be a child of God and again, Not just that you're a human being. I talked about that in a previous week, but that you actually have made a decision to follow him. And that way you are a child of God. People's like, oh, everybody's a child of God. Everybody was created by God, but it does not mean that they are his child. They could have chosen to be a child of something else. Right. So if you are a child of God. You should not be trying to operate in your life without hearing him. Okay. And it's not like some spooky thing where you hear voices, right? That's a whole nother thing. But, you know, sometimes God, he does speak sometimes audibly, you know, it's very rare, I think, but he does do that. But what it is, is more like speaking to your heart and you just know that it's him. And I'm going to read just a few scriptures that I love that kind of talks about this. So the first one is John 10 and 27, which says my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Right. So my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. So if you are a follower, which is what sheep do, right, a follower of God, you will will hear his voice. He will know you. And you will follow because you hear him. The second one is Romans 10, 17. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. So we gain faith from hearing God, from hearing his word. Right. So people can you can take that to mean, you know, just hearing the word of God, reading the word of God out loud or getting taught from the word of God, which I definitely agree with. But I think it also goes deeper because our faith is increased from hearing. Right. 
and then we can hear God better through his word. So what that just means is if you want to be in a position where you're able to hear from God, you do need to be in his word more. And then Jeremiah 33 and three says, call to me and I will answer you and will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. That's my favorite one when it comes to hearing from God. And again, that's Jeremiah 33 and three call to me and I will answer you and I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. So this clearly tells us that God will reveal things to you people. Don't let anyone tell you that he won't when his word says right here that he will. So again, he will give you the vision. He will reveal to you what your purpose is and maybe show you little glimpses. I remember I used to see visions of myself um, on a stage or visions of myself talking to an audience or visions of myself being interviewed. Right. And I would tell people like I keep having these dreams. I keep seeing this. And they're looking at you like, oh, okay. (laughs) But it was okay if nobody else believed me because I knew that that was not something at that time. I'm like, listen, I don't necessarily want to do that. So I don't know what these visions are about. I was in no way, shape or form ready to do that back then. Didn't have a desire really to do it. But God was giving me this vision. I was hearing from him. Right. Okay. So the second H is helping ourselves. And for this one, I'm going to be reading Psalm 32, three through five. For when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. There's, that's why I don't like summer. See, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I acknowledged my sin to you. And I did not cover my inequity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the inequity of my sin. Selah. Again, for when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. Selah, I acknowledged my sin to you and I did not cover my inequity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the inequity of my sin. Selah. So basically, this scripture is basically talking about how when we try to hide our sins, when we try to hide our flaws, when we try to hide the things that we are doing wrong or the things that we can improve upon, we try to hide them from God. But if we are his children day and night, His hand is going to be heavy upon us, right, to to try to hearken to us, to make a change, to try to get us to examine ourselves and make the improvements. And sometimes it can feel as if our strength is dried up, you know, like a prune that's outside in the summer heat or something. I just made that up. But you guys get what what the scripture is saying and what I'm trying to explain. Right. It's like we just know that we should be helping ourselves. We should be improving ourselves. We should be doing the work. If you know there are some things that you should improve on, do it. Like don't try to hide or pretend like you're perfect when you know you're not, right? If you want to lose weight, begin to work on it. If you need to improve your credit, begin to work on it. And you may have seasons 
when you're not able to do them all at one time. Some things you have to, and this is the great thing. When I learned this, I was just so thankful that that I had, you know, gotten this epiphany. Like I could be working on, you know, growing my business, you know, my health and my, you know, losing weight and exercising more, trying to eat right. But to work on my credit or to work on, you know, other things, it may be a future time for that. But just the fact that I know that I'm supposed to do it and that's a goal for me and it's something that I know I need to focus on, then that's telling me that I have everything within me through God's help. I have everything that I need to do that, right? So it will come a time where I'm going to do that. And just, you know, doing those times when it's time for you to work on something else, still be prayerful, you know, saying, God, help me. These are the other areas that I want to work on, you know, um, prepare me to begin to do that once I'm done you know, doing this, right? Because we can't do things, you know, like everything at one time, right? But just being knowledgeable and examining ourselves is the best way that we can help ourselves. And that was so much of the work that I had to do, you know, just getting over hangups, getting over um, attitudes and things that I had to overcome. And that will take us also into the next H, number three, which is healing our hearts. A lot of times in order to help ourselves, we have to heal ourselves. And in order to heal ourselves, we are helping ourselves. So those two go hand in hand. Um, For this one, I want to read John 16 and 33. I have said these things to you that in me, you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Now, the reason that I love this scripture and it, and it helps me to think of the importance of healing is because it reminds me that even though we live in a world where we're going to always have tribulations that come, tribulations come personally, tribulations come, you know, um, as a part of the society. You know, when we look at, you know, like the things that are going on around us, like these school shootings and you know, all of these mass shootings, it it can feel very much like we're a part of a society. I guess we are a part of a society that's just out of control and it can make you feel scared, you know, like I just need to stay home. I mean, I'm scared to go anywhere. Right. And so tribulation can be a personal situation that you're going through, or it can just be, you know, us as human beings being a part of a world that's constantly at war that's constantly battling something from racism to abortion, you know, topics to politics. You know, we're always just going through something, you know, being a part of a society that's so imperfect. But then, as you know, at the same time, we are imperfect ourselves. So we have personal tribulations. But what we can learn from this scripture is that in God, we are meant to have peace. Right. So if you have an area in your life where there's pain, where there's still some healing that needs to be done, you need to keep working at that particular area until you are able to have peace. Because you're not supposed to be walking around, even though we are in in the midst of tribulation, we're in the midst of turmoil, we are still supposed to be at peace within the craziness. 
And I'm telling you, being able to go through things, being, you know, afraid maybe in one moment. But then when you remind yourself that God has overcome the world and being able to switch to a peaceful mindset, like when I got to that point where it's like, oh, my gosh, these things are still going on around me. I'm so unsure about personal things. I'm not sure what's going to happen tomorrow. But you know what? I still have peace. When I go to bed at night, I sleep well, not because I'm perfect, not because I'm doing what's right all the time, but because I understand that God has overcome the world. So it doesn't matter what comes against me socially or personally, because I'm still going to be able to be in peace because I trust him. Does that make sense? And that comes with healing. So we're helping ourselves and we're also healing. Again, those two go hand in hand. And a lot of the work that I had to do personally was also with healing and understanding that there were a lot of things that I had gone through that I needed to heal from, you know, rejection, having bitterness and resentment from the things that have happened to us in the past or walking in fear because you're not sure what's going to happen. Um, you know, not having faith in your heart because so many people have let you down. Um, you know, just healing from loss, you know, having lost people over and over again, either through death or just through the ending of relationships. And, you know, all of these things that the enemy tries to use to break us, it is very possible for, for us to heal our hearts, right? And to actually live our lives in a peaceful state. That is what God has purposed for us because he has overcome the world. So if we are one with him and he is in us, then we should have peace at all times. And once we work on the healing part, we will begin to get there. I've talked in the past about rejection being, you know, such a huge thing for me because I felt rejected as a child, right? So now being able to go through things, you know, where maybe rejection is present, but it's like I can look at it and say, you know what, maybe it's not about me. Maybe it's about the other person and I'm still good. Like I still have peace because I know that God has created me to be the best woman, the best me that I can be. So anyone who rejects that, hey, it's their loss, (laughs) you know, and it's not like coming you know, looking at things from an arrogant state, it's because I've healed that portion of myself, you know, that goes back to being a little girl and feeling that rejected um, sense or that rejected state. I don't go through that like I used to. Now, it's still a work in progress. And I think that healing is something that we do for the rest of our lives, you know, and we're in, in helping ourselves also, right? We should never get to a place where we're not willing to examine ourselves, right? Okay, so once we get through those three things, then we get to a point where we are able to actually help others. Now, I've said it in the past. I'm not saying that every one of you guys are going to be out here trying to save the world or, you know, doing the things that I do, but I still believe that we are all called to help other people. In some way. And, and and if you are a person who is like, hmm, I don't think so. Like, and if you're still kind of all about yourself, then you probably need to go back and do some more work on the first three H's. Right now. Why do I believe that we're all called to help other people? Well, let's look at scripture. <laughs> 
which you guys know, like I said, in season two, I'm trying to do that more because I want it, want you guys to know that this is just not me, you know, making up stuff, right? Everything that I'm teaching is based on scripture. So Hebrews 6 and 10 says, God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. I say again, Hebrews 6 and 10 says, God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. So we all may have a different call in regard to the way that we are we're to help other people. The way that you help other people may be totally different than the way that I'm called to help other people, right? You could just be called to help people within your family, within your community, you know, doing acts of kindness, you know, just looking out for people, just showing people love. But in my opinion, it's just as important as the work that I do or Joyce Meyer or anybody else, you know, and I just randomly, you guys know I like Joyce Meyer, but I just randomly throw out names because I'm just trying to say that it doesn't matter if you're on a platform, if people know about you, if you're on TV, radio, or if you're just helping people out within your family, making an impact on the lives of the children in your family or in your community, it doesn't matter. I think that it's still all just as important. And I believe from this scripture, we realize that we show our love to God through the way that we help his people. And he does not ignore that. He doesn't take that lightly. Like he loves that. He admires it. He sees it. And that is how we show our love to God is by how we help other people and being willing to sacrifice and do good for others. So again, but we have to have helped ourselves first or we won't be as effective or as impactful as we could be when it comes to helping other people. And I think a big reason for that is that, you know, one of the big ways that we help other people sometimes is by being an example, right? Especially if you want to be an example of God's power, you know, and you want to be like a living light to show people how amazing God is and how good he is, right? The way that we can do that most importantly is by being a living example to show people like this is what happens when you trust God. This is what happens when you follow God. Right. Now, and I, I don't know why this is coming up, but I want to say this and I don't want to be offensive in any way. But you know how a lot of times you may see um, a homeless person. And I don't know if you've ever talked to a homeless person, but I have. And a lot of times when I would stop and talk to them, maybe I want to help them out or something. A lot of times they are very open about thanking God and giving him glory for whatever you do to help them. And some of them even have testimonies. Right. But when I look at these people and I'm talking to them and I remember one guy in particular and I remember his name, I'm not going to say it, but I'll never forget his name because I remember just thinking about him and he had the most beautiful uh, blonde hair and blue eyes and just, you know, um, you know, was a very striking, you know, um, strikingly attractive individual. 
Um, and, you know, I asked him if I could pray for him and he said, yeah. And so we prayed a little bit. Um, you know, I gave him, you know, I helped him out a little and I just remember looking at him and I thought about all of the promise, all of the, um, purpose that he could have had, not because of the way he looked, don't get me wrong. You know, um, it's not about that. I just remember just looking at him thinking about everything that he could have done in his life. And again, it wasn't because of the way he looked. It was because of what I felt from him. And I just sensed that somewhere along the way, he aborted the mission, right? Because it got too hard. And so I remember just thinking, wow, it's not much difference between me and him. I mean, he had blonde hair and blue eyes, but, <laughs> you know, honestly, had I given up all them times when I wanted to, that could be me. So I say that to, to also get to a point of if someone is looking for an example, even though this, this man had a testimony about how God had kept him alive, right? For a young person who's looking for an example of what God could do in their lives, would they listen to him? Would they be more willing to, to listen to a homeless person as an example? Or would they be more willing to listen to you? who, you know, are a successful person or you're working hard to be successful, you're not giving up, you know, how can you make yourself a great example for other people to follow, right? Because people are looking for someone and some people, I've said this before, they'll say, oh, well, they should follow God. That's true, but not everyone does that. In the beginning stages, when you're first, you know, starting to search for God, you always first look to people. Just, that's just human nature. And God knew that. And that is why he uses people. I've said it before as well. God could come down here and he could just wave his hand and force us to follow him. But he doesn't do that because he gives us free will. And free will means that a lot of people are looking to people for examples. That could be your biggest way of helping other people is by being a great example of a person who follows God and, you know, who is a light, who helps other people with kind words and and, you know, just praying for other people. Right. So, again, you guys know I can ramble and get long winded, but I say all that to say that you are called to help other people in your very own unique way. So. But we all have to do the work of going through quadruple H, which is, again, hearing him, helping ourselves, healing our heart and helping others. Now, when God gives me things like this, like I said, this is, you know, how he talks to me. Right. This is how I look at things. You know, I have to hear him. I have to help myself. I have to heal my heart and then I can help others. That's the path that I went through. And so. Then I take what I've learned and I try to teach you guys and help you guys out. So hopefully the quadruple H will stick with you. I know it's hard to say, but hopefully you will remember the four H's. OK. All right. Fabulous ones. That's the end of the show for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I really hope that it will help you to not be discouraged when you're in the period where you 
you know, you just have the vision and, you know, you will continue to do the work and not get discouraged or not abort your purpose or abort your destiny, but actually do the work to get to the reality. It's not magic. It doesn't happen overnight, but it will absolutely be worth it. Guys, thanks so much again for all of your support. And don't forget that it's so very important to me and to the show that you tell other people about the show and that you leave a rating or review on the platform of your choice so that the show can continue to make an impact. I so very much appreciate all of you guys who have taken the time to leave a review or to give me feedback or to share the show with other people. I so appreciate you guys so much. Please don't stop. If you're listening on iTunes, Google Podcasts, TuneIn or Spotify, Podbean, Podomatic, Luminary or any of the other platforms and you haven't already, please review and share the show. And if you're listening on YouTube on the She's About Business channel, please subscribe if you haven't, share and like. And don't forget that I have amazing content on Binge Networks that you can't find anywhere else. Be on the lookout for the new Roku channel. I'm working on it, okay? (laughs) But either on Binge Networks or the Roku when it's all complete, you know, just check it out and you can sign up there. Also, if you're an Instagram user, please make a comment with a mention and let me know your thoughts on the show. All right, until next time, let's work at being about the business of living our very best lives by going from the vision to the reality. And remember, we are on this journey together. I absolutely adore you guys. The She's About Business Show is directed and hosted by Dayukia Garns, digital editing by Will Rice at Pro Voice Guy Studios, and copyright by She's About Business Inc. Thanks so much for listening to the She's About Business Show. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. Also, if you think I'm doing a great job or you enjoy an episode, leave a review, rating, or comment. I love to hear from you. And don't forget to visit She'sAboutBusiness.com for amazing blog articles, events, and services. Love you guys. Let's be about business.